Season 7, Episode 10, titled Morning Cloak, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, Cloak. We should be mourning something, that is for sure. Uh, This is Talking Walking Dead, Fear Edition. Welcome to it. Myself, Jeff Fisher, Jason Buttram, and Maximus Fisher. Episode description on IMDb. When Charlie shows up at the tower unexpectedly, Howard recruits a young ranger in training to determine the reason for her visit as they journey beyond the tower together. Charlie's true motives are revealed. It was an interesting love story on fear last night. Uh, as I watched it, I was about, uh, you go through well, what actually happened. And I think I was about three quarters of the way in. And I wrote in the notes, tonight's love story, agonizing. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the notes. It's, it has to, has to be said. It's in the notes. So, I mean, I have a feeling, and this is, I, I wonder, and I'll, I'll get your thoughts and maybe I'm off base, but I just feel like what, uh, have we lost the budget? For fear altogether, because when I when you look at the characters for fear, uh, Lenny James, we just go to the characters: Morgan, Alicia, Victor, Luciana, Dwight, Sarah, uh, Sherry, Wes, Daniel. All credit only for this show. They weren't in it. That's uh. I mean, are we out? Is the budget gone? Are we history? I I don't understand. Uh, it was really frustrating. Well, we know we're getting Daniel, Wes, and Luciana next episode, but but how much, right? Like <clears throat> they could have cut a trailer for this episode, and we would have thought it was going to be great, right? With the ta- with the acting talent, like uh, what's yes. his name? Uh, okay, gosh, come. What's I John, don't... Uh, Dory, John Dory. Like, oh, John yeah, Dory John Senior. Senior. Yeah, great, awesome actor, and he had little snippets. And if they would have edited in just a few of his, t- you know, him yes. talking. June. Some of these others were like, oh my gosh, this is going to be awesome. But then they're restricted to like five minutes of screen time or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe tops. Can we say this? So Howard weird. was great in this episode. <laughs> yes, and it does appear that Howard is all in, right? We talked a little bit uh, before as uh, perhaps he was a weasel uh, behind the scenes for Strand and it appears that he's all in. At least this episode made it certainly appear that way. Yeah, if there's anything to take out of this episode, it's just Howard has kill me written all over his forehead. Like, kill me in the most horrible way possible. <laughs> well, you don't like Howard? You, I thought you did. Ooh. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, he's the sniveling, conniving guy that's behind the real guy in power that tries to act like he has some kind of power. And I will <laughs> say, I do like I do like the Strand-Howard uh, plan of, if you're not around, we're going to kill you. I like that I, yeah, <laughs> I do believe in that. There's yeah. so many times in real life that people would be dead, but because it's obviously a show that when people don't kill, uh, you know, like the young ranger, I felt like in real life would have already killed. Uh, what's her face? What? Charlie? Yeah, Charlie. <laughs> uh, he would have killed her early on, you know, when he was out hunting butterflies. 
Well, now, I realized that, you know, we had to get to the love story and take your mask off and take a look at her and, you know, see who it was. I get that. But I feel like in real life, eh, she probably would have died right there. What's funny is in the beginning of this, they kept on showing that guy. And I was like, Ollie. Uh, yeah, Ollie. Yeah. I, I, he, was like, he was the guy right from the beginning. What I the note that I had written down was this is the guy that's in the lighter colored Star Trek uniform that goes out on the away team. Yeah, like for he's a complete unknown comes out. They show him so much. I was like, okay, when's he going to die in the beginning, the middle or the end? That's really the only question I had. I thought that, too, at the (laughs) beginning, although about halfway through, I felt like, uh, you know, I guess they could turn him into a decent character. Possible. I I genuinely kind of liked Ali. What they did with him near the end was kind of eh, but I genuinely liked him as a character so far. And yeah. then I was genuinely surprised they killed him. That doesn't excuse the writing this episode. Oh, but I wasn't surprised as- at all. I, I knew he was going to die because he was a complete nobody. But yeah, I, I agree with you, Max. I liked him too in the beginning because he was like, he was so calm and collected getting that uh, butterfly and then stabbing the walker yeah. in the head. I was like, oh, he's kind yeah. of a badass. I was right. like, I kind of like this kid. But right. then it went off the rails well i mean that well you like the bowling scene dad uh, (laughs) i mean look all right let's be clear i am not opposed wait did you having a i'm sorry you did like the bowling scene i'm so i'm not opposed i'm not opposed to having an episode (laughs) where i have to look at charlie okay i'm just not not opposed to that being a fine actress that she is however uh, no, I mean, that whole bowling alley thing, the love story and the whole thing, just, <sighs> I, I mean, I will say another good thing about this episode, no Madison, which makes me it's think true. that gets me back to my budget issues, right? We announced this big deal of Madison coming back and she's still not back. Yeah. What, what's going weird. on? No, she's yeah. too high priced of an actress, right? I know. So Got to like, use it very, very sparingly. I mean, she doesn't even get a credit only in the, on the IMDb I, I, stuff. I think she might be safe for the mid-season finale. I could be wrong, though. Okay. But, I mean, we just uh, none of the big characters. It just really concerns me that uh, the rest of the, the, my, rest my, of the season is so going to be budget a f- issues. Yeah, even if you're a fan of Madison, right? Even if you are on board with bringing her yeah. back, then you've, you've got to be pissed at this as well. Yes. Yeah, probably. Right? I mean, why, you're holding her on like you're pissing off the people that are diehard walking dead fans by even having this abomination of a character back in the show. Yeah. You're pissing off the other people that are just dumb that actually like her by not right. bringing her into the show. <laughs> what so I, I can't Madison. figure out the strategy. Well, that's the point like, though, right? I mean, that's the point that Jason's making yeah. is that now you're making everybody mad. Agreed. <laughs> if you're going to bring her back, let's get her back. Let's have her. And I bet a Ooh. lot. I'm just saying. I'll rip the bandaid. I'm just saying, even though I haven't read a lot of reviews for this episode or none, actually, I'm betting a lot of Nick fans were hoping Charlie would die this episode. Well, technically, she kind of did, right? I mean, she got radiation poisoning. That's a that's a plus ish. <laughs> the the Charlie yeah. character is so annoying to me. I, I did not understand why we're having this full on episode, just a Charlie episode, as uh, if anyone was asking we, for it. We did before. Remember when her and Alicia were stuck in the house? Remember that? The flooding house? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. The Charlie episode? Yeah, yeah. Charlie and Alicia. When Alicia was planning on getting revenge on Charlie, but then, uh, then Alicia they were stuck in, in that god awful house. H- half an episode. 
featuring Charlie is half an episode too much. But she knew how to take out a board in an elevator that nobody could figure out. Okay, yeah, so pit building. I didn't understand that from the beginning, so I was like, she she's got to be making stuff up because she just keeps on being annoying with all the questions. You know, like she kept on like she's trying to act like she'd be a good person in this in the tower, but she keeps asking these annoying questions, and I'm like, right. what the hell? Like you're not doing making a good case for yourself. Plus, but then when they, like, when they were out, uh, when they after they left the tower, and uh, Allie and her are out riding the horse, doing their ranger thing, going to the pit for the elevator. I'm at one point I remember thinking, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut yeah. up. Stop talking. I know. I was thinking the same thing. But I was like, what, but just the whole plot it was ludicrous. Like, we have this. First off, Morgan, there's no way Morgan is sending a 13 year old girl. It's not even 13 yet, right? She's about to turn 13. Well, no, so I, think, I, think she, I think she said that when they were in the sub and the systems were online, it showed that she would be turning 13. So it's been a while after that. So she's. Well, she's at least thirteen, and I'm guessing probably it's been what? Uh, how long since the since the the Ground Zero bombs? Has it been a year? I don't know. I'm guessing. I don't, I'm not sure of the timeline there. So anyway, so thirteen year old girl. There's no way Morgan is sending her off on some dangerous infiltration assignment. Like here's a thirteen year old kid. He didn't even want to send Alicia out. Right, yeah, right. I'm gonna send this 13 year old little girl, and I mean, c- and come on, everyone's buying into this that she's like, this. It's like the plot from The Hobbit. Like she's what some master <laughs> assassin, like master, not not master, master thief that's gonna go yeah. in, and she's like, you know, proficient in cat burglary. We, this 13 year old little girl. Anyone else have to get a board out of an elevator? Yeah. I mean, I am, I will say, well, I am not an elevator repair man. And I respect all elevator repairmen. They did But I do believe with a screwdriver and a hammer, I could probably take that board out. Howard's like, like, I've read Lord of the Rings, right? So we need a thief, like a hobbit. What's the next At least Howard's makes sense. Someone that is hobbit size and can sneak in and do this. Let's get a thousand. Howard's plan makes sense. He's sending (laughs) Allie, like, if we have to go with this, he's sending Allie, a new recruit who wants to be a ranger, out to test him and to test Charlie, who says she wants to live there. Yeah, he didn't believe her. And he was right. Yeah, so Howard was correct on this. Morgan, on the other hand. (laughs) Right. If we were to believe that Morgan sent her there, which is, you know, again, I find that very difficult to believe, although that's what they <laughs> also another thing too. Operation he, deploy the Hobbit. Yes, right. that's a good, that's a also good another, plan. Another thing he did send other people. That's why that one ranger uh, committed committed suicide. But uh, we have other people who have said said he did. So, OK. Yeah, well, he was with he, that ranger that committed suicide that came back with radiation poisoning wasn't he with victor and now victor's out alone waiting to sneak back to the tower wasn't that the deal i think so yeah i'm I'm so confused on who was doing what i thought they were lying about the ranger that came back dying as far as going to get that elevator part i thought that like because they made that comment later like why right. is the why is uh, uh, Strand sending people to the crater or whatever? I would assume that meant Ground Zero, and that's where they were getting the radiation sickness. I don't know. I was completely right. confused. Right, which which I would which I, which I thought was the pit, and then I got yeah. the thinking that the then somehow it made me think that the building was the pit, 
So I'm not quite sure I, I, I missed that in there because right. They believe that they're sending people into ground zero because I guess the stalkers believe that there's more walkers in the pit than there was before. Right. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully we get answers at some point soon. Looks I, don't, like, I don't know if we'll have the budget for that. No, it looks we're like, just going to leave everybody hanging. Well, it, we with the promo for next episode, it looks like we're going back to Ground Zero with Arno. So, okay, and got, I must say this as well. Uh, I was really excited that uh, this next episode is titled Ophelia, and it's got Daniel in it, and I'm happy that they have my boy in there. I love him. I love his character. Except when you read the description of the show, it says that. Uh, uh, Daniel's worsening mental state ends oh, up endangering man. them all. So oh. they're still, they're going to make him still be crazy. I, and I, I hate that. He's too that's good stupid. of a character for that. That's stupid. I know. Though one line from the trailer, which I know you loved, which was Daniel said something along the lines of, I'm scared of what I'm going to have to do to them. <laughs> right. Well, that's because, I, and, and I understand that. And, and maybe that's when he, you know, he's lucid <laughs> then. He hasn't gone, it hasn't, it hasn't got, uh, nighttime yet. So he hasn't had his sundowning mental, uh, breakdown, but to continue on with the Daniel mental breakdown, boo, I, I don't like that at all. And I, I, I mean, I've talked about that before. It just drives me insane, but it was really frustrating. I, I mean, once again, uh, fear pulls the rug out from under success. Yeah. I was about to say <laughs> right, the same thing. Right before our eyes. In it's the midst so, of an awesome trailer right before this. <laughs> right. It, it's so weird with, with fear because fear can sometimes be genuinely great and a lot of times can be just bad. The thing, the thing, good, with, the thing with fear, like I actually thought this episode might have been them like buttering us up or getting us used to like content like uh details from the walking dead or whatever you know like these standalone stories which i would be perfectly right. on board with if they weren't yeah. teasing this overall larger story i'd be fine with it i'd be like whatever i'll watch it it's mindless fun you right. know what i mean and we but, can't expect the same because tales has a different showrunner so but i mean but as it is now like teasing this story this huge story and then we get episodes like today which i don't know like it felt like a one-off, and then it also felt like they were copying World Beyond in some ways. I yeah. don't know. It, and they try, you know, they're setting up with their little points of, uh, you know, sending people to the pit and uh, out and about with the stalkers. And uh, I might to believe that these stalkers are out stalking, and a few walkers come through a door and they can't survive. Sorry, yeah, no, I do not yeah. believe that. I was thinking the same things. Like six walkers come out. It's like, come on, come on, come on. And yeah, and I'll Ali is one. just you know standing behind the door. So Stop. we we did see I mean, though the, that the, we did see though that you can't really like unless you're all geared up, you can't really get close to the walkers. Otherwise, you'll end up like what Charlie did. That's why they were using guns. See, the, okay, this, but, is the, this is the this is the thing. Ali had the guy breathing on him, and he's fine. He was all yeah. geared up. He still had the mask on. Uh, okay. I think I have to go back and look at that scene because I don't know that he did. Well, but it, it's obvious. It's obvious because like, they're used to raping the walkers and not fighting them. 
So it's a completely <laughs> different style. You know, they have to switch up their mindset on a whim, and you can't easily do that. And I'm all for spending a little money to a little to advance that theory a little bit more. <laughs> I know that, that theory's wrong, but I love it. <laughs> Let's make that happen. I want to see more of that. <laughs> <laughs> so and then at the end you know when you talk about okay so then you talked about um uh john dory senior and uh it was interesting that he sided with howard and jane was pissed june. or june i'm gonna keep calling her jane because i i barely like her character uh june <laughs> and uh june was angry at him for siding with howard and he's saying no i mean howard's i gotta get strand's ear i've got to be I got to be with Howard. I got to be in there to get Strand's ear. Okay. So he's got some, at least method to his madness, but June, uh, gets all cocky with Howard thinking that Strand needs her more than Howard. And, uh, I'm kind of like, okay. I mean, I realize that you're the nurse doctor, but uh, we could find somebody else to put the bandage on. Yeah. I, I've hated the June character ever since there was that one scene when John was like basically begging her and then he had to drop. Remember when he, she drove off and then he yes, and they, off the other way? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, with Virginia. Cause, cause remember she said she thought she had Virginia's ear too. Too far. I don't. Yeah. You haven't learned that thing. It's right. like, it's like her. It's like Sherry. You know what I mean? Like she's the same way. Like how many times are you going to screw over this other person before? You're just considered that's a lost enough. cause. Yeah, right. that's enough. That's enough. I, I agreed. And so anyway, uh, you know, this episode was a cute little love story uh, with yeah. Charlie and Ollie. I, I will. And I, I, I don't believe that uh, the guy originally in the beginning committed suicide. I feel like they killed him. Right. I feel like that was the underlying yeah. message. Oh, yeah. I there. would say that. But Wendell, John Dory Sr., Grace and June were up there when it happened. They wouldn't lie about that. At least I don't think June would. Uh, okay. Yeah, June probably wouldn't. And it was good that, you know, we did get Wendell for, you know, 30 seconds on the rooftop saying, uh, I'll go with you to get prepared to leave the tower. And tell me you can tell sister. me about my sister. Because I thought originally he was going to say, I'll go with you. And I thought, I'm not going to take you out there. Uh, I'm not going to wheel your ass around out there with the walkers. <laughs> but he just meant down to the pre- pre- preparation room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the character. I just find it, and which we've talked about before. I mean, but I find it strange that he has survived this long. Well, and even oh. still here, like the way Strand's running this place is if you bring value, you know, right? I mean? If you can he's do something. He's an engineer. He just sits in his wheelchair crying. Well, he's out. an engineer, so it makes sense that, that Strand's like, okay. He's stuff. an engineer. They just pulled that out of nowhere. He's a truck driver. Oh, and he dabbles in some engineering, you know. That's what he does. <laughs> That's what he does. You know. You also build boats. We didn't mention that. But, Every, well, boats. but I mean, it's possible, I guess, you know, somehow we come up with the storyline that that's how he uh, became paralyzed, had to be in the wheelchair. And instead of continuing on his engineering uh, platform, he decided to drive a truck with his sister, right? That's, so that's possible. That's possible. And that's why he had the cool thing to get in and out of the semi because he, he developed that, right, as the engineer. I guess. <laughs> Obviously, you need to walk to be able to design things. You know that those. That's obvious. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? So dumb. You, you. Now, Jason does not speak for this show. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, that is, <laughs> you oh, do not have, have to walk. We have to say this, which was genuinely surprising. So after after fear, like a couple weeks ago, 61st Street came on. So my guess was, oh, okay, talk, talking. I, I'm sorry, the show that comes on after okay. Walking Dead, or I guess the show that would come on after 61st Street would come on. But I checked. No, it's just a replay of this episode. There was no episode of no. Chris Hardwick's after this. I know, this. that's what we were saying uh, uh, early on. Oh, that was, that was, was off-air. That was pre-recording. That yeah. was off-air. So that does tell you maybe perhaps something about this particular episode, that even uh, Hardwick was like, yeah, uh, it's going to be a stretch for me to talk good about this show, so... I got to go home. I got the new baby at the house. The, that go. and the overall hype for this series, period. You know, you know what I mean? Like, if if it was that great, you would think they would make room for it. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. if it was still going well. They, they've done that for the other shows. They would have their new release, and then they would still have Hardwick afterwards. After the right, and they, and they did the first couple weeks, right? The first, or the first week, for yeah, they, sure. They did, fe- they yeah. did a talking yeah. other show. And so, you know, anyway, it was just, it was just a, an, an interesting tidbit that, uh, he had, uh, he was not there and maybe, maybe he won't be there now until the finale of fear and maybe they just take it away. Cause he was begging, uh, he was begging last week to, uh, with the end of dead coming that he wanted to maybe AMC can do talking Saul. And, uh, you know, he can have more work and I know he was joking around, but I felt like that was not really a joke. It was more of him saying, Hey, um, I don't want to lose this gig. It's been a great gig for 10 years. How about we figure out something to do? That'd be <laughs> great. Cause I mean, better call Saul's at the end too, by the way, just a side note. I realize this is talking walking dead fear edition, but this is the final season of better call Saul season six, a vastly superior show. No question. <laughs> I just got done. I just got done uh, binging the first five on Netflix, and I uh, just started. Uh, I'm going to catch up this final season. There's, I think, we're two or three episodes in. Uh, I mean, Bob Odenkirk is awesome. Are you yeah. going to be? Are you going to after this show is over? Are you going to be watching Breaking Bad? Oh, I don't. I've watched most of Breaking Bad off and on. I mean, that's long gone and over. But I'm just saying that Salt. No question. Far superior to fear. Oh my god! It probably is. I'm not going to deny that. Oh my god! It probably is. No, it is. (laughs) I haven't seen it, so I don't. I can't make the judgment. Uh, Definitely better. Uh, You know, every character that they go back and forth with those with the different entities are really good. I love the way they do that. Anyway, (laughs) so uh, next week, like I said, we've got uh, uh, it's called Ophelia, and hopefully. Uh, it'll be good, but again, we got we have no Madison mention. I mean, I don't know when she shows up. Max is probably right. It may she may show up uh, at the you know the finale, which makes zero sense, uh, zero sense to me. And, and just I don't understand that thinking at all to make such a big deal about bringing her back and then not have her show up at all, and then have all these characters. In the show, these huge characters for fear that we want people to love and be a part of, and they're they get a mention from uh, underlings on the show during the episode. We know Dwight's going to be next episode, so come on, that's just yeah. We might not even get the uh, the big names next episode. I mean, 
you know, obviously Dwight is a strong character, but I'm just saying that, you know, Morgan and Alicia and Victor, uh, you know, we may not even get those. That's uh, I was thinking that last night towards the end. I was like, all the things they could do with this show. There is so many possibilities. And what do they give us? The Hobbit love story. That's stupid. Very disappointing. And and I got to say this again. Fear does it again. They did it twice in a row now. They take a character who I genuinely thought, oh, this guy's a cool character. The writing could be a bit better, but I like this guy's character. And they kill him off. Yeah. I mean, that's... <sighs> We'll just leave it right there. Whatever. Thank you for listening to uh, Talking Walking Dead. Uh, I appreciate it. Jason Buttrell, Maximus Fisher, myself, Jeff Fisher. If you're listening to this and you're not a subscriber to Chewing the Fat, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you're doing with your life. But, uh, you know, take your friend's phone that you're listening to the show on and uh, see what platform you're listening to it on. And then grab your phone and subscribe. Okay? All right. Thanks for listening to Talking Walking Dead. Talking Walking Dead.